So, John out here with you. I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina at PNC Arena. I did the Edmonton Oilers game yesterday against the Florida Panthers. Now, they have a back-to-back -back right now against the Carolina Hurricanes. So, I'm at the mercy of NHL Network on this. So, if I have any freezes, I have a back-to-go cam on the other side of things as we get an opening icing to start the game. So, I'll try to get lines to you here real quick. Connor McDavid, Warren Fogle, and Zach Hyman on the first line. Leon Dreisettle, Vander Kane, and Yamamoto on the third, on second. Third is Ryan McLeod, Devin Shore, Derek Ryan, and the fourth is Colton Sevier, Philip Broberg, and Tyler Benson for the Edmonton Oilers. Once I get word of who's in goal, we'll give that to you as well. I should be Miko Koskinen from yesterday because the absolute ridiculous performance that he put on against the Florida Panthers, which gave them the 3-2 win. So in the midst of all those things, Edmonton needed to get those points as we talked about yesterday and some of the things in the open. When you're lost against the Minnesota Wild and the Tampa Bay Lightning, you come back and get a big win against the Florida Panthers. Tampa Bay beat Nashville last night, so that gives two extra points for Edmonton in the bank as far as wildcard points. So they're still in the second wildcard, but they gained two points on Nashville. And now Carolina has 76 points in the Metro. They're first in the Metro. They're best in the East, only behind the NHL's leading Colorado Avalanche. So it makes a lot of sense. McDavid already snipes it short side and scores! So that's a good start there for Edmonton. Is McDavid the first rush that Edmonton got? They just got in the offensive zone as the game is just underway. McDavid goes all the way down five holes, Freddie Anderson, and Edmonton right on the board, one nothing. So how do you want to answer off the back-to-back? -back? I'm going to go five hole down the ice, full speed, pass Brent Pesci, test Paravinen, and score the goal. So great job for Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers as they're on the board quickly here. So let's get the lineups here for Carolina now that we're underway here. It's Sebastian Ajo, Andre Sveshnikov, and Tivo Teravainen in the first. Trocek, Jarvis, and Natchez in the second. Stahl, Nino Niederreiter, and Jesper Faust in the third. And Jesperi Kontanemi, Steven Lorenz, and Derek Stefan in the fourth. So we're going to check to see right now for Carolina immediately whether or not this is offsides. And I, I guess you would because you just came out in the first shift. Edmonton just got down. Carolina dumped it a couple of times in there with a the defensive pair. Connor McDavid goes busting down the right wing and busts Freddie Anderson short side. And Carolina immediately is going to go ahead through this challenge and try to see if they're offsides. And right now you can hold the skate blade, hold the skate blade. Yeah, that's offsides. So that should be overturned so Connor McDavid's goal should quickly be overturned here there shouldn't be much for the zebras to uh, think about we're gonna be back to a 0-0 score at 1909 in the first that was a very very quick offside review and a very good one on Carolina's part so good challenge there for Carolina Goal gets taken off the board. Connor McDavid with the uh, early target practice. It's back to 0-0, and now it's back to 19-12 in the first. So I gave you some lineups. I gave you some uh, lineups on both sides, enough for the Carolina Hurricanes. Let's go to it here for the Hurricanes. It's 36-11-4. It's best in the East, 76 points in the Metro, only behind the NHL's leading Colorado Avalanche. So... Again, the Oilers, the goal negated off the board with Connor McDavid. Still a good start for them. McDavid's got it behind the net, loses it with Fogle, and Carolina's going to dump this down. If, Car if uh, Edmonton can get four out of eight points going against you know Tampa Bay, Minnesota, Florida, and Carolina, I think they would consider it a successful road trip. So shot right on is stopped, and now Carolina has this for Ajo behind the net. 
Timo Teravainen. Teravainen has to get a big hit there, still going through the puck, and now we have a penalty called. So 18:33, we already had a goal taken off the board for Connor McDavid, and now we have a penalty call against Edmonton. So Carolina is going to go on the power play, and with some of these guys that you have on Carolina, they talk about Aho, Svechnikov, Teravine, and Trocheck, Natchez, Stahl. You have some dirty pieces on defense: Jacob Slavin, Brett Pesci, Brady Shea, Jalen Chatfield, Ian Cole, Ethan Bear. That's a, that's a lot to work with. That's all across the board, well-rounded there for Carolina. So, Ajo's on the draw. He might have to get bounced out here, so now Trocek's going to go in, and if there's another violation, that's going to be a penalty. So Trocek is going to take the draw there against Hyman. Slavin now has it on the left side, so Jacob Slavin will work with Brady Shea. And now loses it. And now Edmonton is safely able to get this down the ice as Freddie Anderson is going to go way out of the goal crease to Jacob, Schle Jacob Slavin here. Slavin and Ajo now loses it and Edmonton takes it down once again. And Slavin and Anderson are going to have to try this one more time. So John out here with you from PNC Arena in Raleigh, North Carolina. Carolina and Edmonton. All the way down, wrist shot gets stopped there by Koskinen. And now Edmonton with Hyman down toward the left side of the wing. Tries to throw it out in front. Freddie Anderson is going to make a big pad save. Try to get a rebound there for Devin Shore. Couldn't do it. So Tara Vinen is going to leave it there for Ajo on the left side. And Slavin working toward the middle. Carolina now in the defensive zone of Edmonton. A big hit there. Bounces off of it. Nice keeping in the zone there for Teravainen, and they throw it in there to Koskinen, who bounces it off the left blocker side, and here comes Edmonton once again. Dreisaitl's going to spin. He's going to throw it out in front to Ryan, who damn near doubled his goal total last night. He had a hat trick. He came in with four goals, and now he has seven. Oilers, 24th on the penalty kill with 76%. Carolina still working on this thing. Down to 20 seconds. Seth Jarvis going to leave it. For the defensive pairing, going to put a wrist shot on. They're going to get blocked there by Koskinen. And we have a stoppage. So it looks like this one's actually going to be Mike Smith in goal. Uh, so off the back-to-back, -back, they're not going to go to Koskinen. Get another look at that. Still haven't seen that definitively here. Looks like Mike Smith. So Smith was able to casually put that aside off the glove hand. little bit rebound control, maybe concerns here early. Carolina still kind of... Meticulous here on their power play as Kononiemi is going to throw it back to Ethan Barry. Got the third line defensive pairing in there. Carolina going to work it back to Ethan Bear. Kononiemi. And now shot out in front. Gets stopped there by Smith, by Smith. And then now all the way down the ice as the Edmonton Oilers kill it off. Ethan Bear now settling it up. He's got on the left side. He's putting on the burners. Now to Natchez. Natris going all the way down inside the zone. Carolina still got this thing, and now Edmonton finally is able to settle this down as Brouchard in the third line defense and Broberg will be the pairing on that side, and they're working their way up the ice. Jay Woodcroft has to be happy with the game yesterday, and that gets deflected out of play as they got a big two points against the Florida Panthers. They got a 4-3 win, even though they badly got outshot. Freddie Anderson looks on. 
it was like 43 to 23 something like that in the game we did yesterday. So Mike Smith definitely is in goal. So Koskinen's going to get the full game load and the day off <laughs> from the travel from Florida, now Carolina. So Mike Smith, again, his goals against a little higher than he would like. His save percentage a little lower uh, than he would like. He's in the 900s, almost around the 800 mark. The tandem of Koskinen and Mike Smith largely has not been good, but Koskinen was excellent yesterday. So we'll have to see how Mike Smith is going to pair in this game. Because, again, Edmonton really wants to get another set of points if they can after that lightning-wild Panthers and now Carolina. You're going against the best in the East. If you can get four points while Nashville already lost a couple, it makes a lot of sense there for Edmonton, and that's what they're hunting for. So Burchard inside. Now with Ryan, a shot right on, and gets stopped there by Anderson. And now Carolina is trying to go the other way. They're going to have to spin and dump this one down. There's too many Edmonton reinforcements. Mike Smith. Did he go behind the trapezoid? What do we got? We got some action toward the front of the bench. Was that Trocheck and someone else here? So Derek Ryan just hit the post. So Derek Ryan's got to be feeling himself a little bit. After going in with four goals, he got a hat trick last night. He just rang the left pipe. Looks like Vincent Trocheck is going to the box for Carolina. And somebody should be going to the box for Edmonton as well as they tried to squalsh out anything that was going on at the front of the bench it is a four on four both coaches really can't believe it jay woodcroft's looking on he's kind of directing some traffic so we got 15 19 left to go in the first period john out here with you from pnc arena it's raleigh north carolina it's edmonton and the carolina hurricanes couple good cross checks and uh face washes there from Trocheck, and on the other side of things probably not too much for Edmonton if you were being honest you could probably call it one way and give Edmonton a power play but I think the left the refs are pretty liberal at that so Svechnikov tries to tie up the draw and now Edmonton's got a one-on-one -on -one coming the other way now a two-on-one cross pass gets deflected Freddie Anderson can't find it and he was able to get underneath it just before it went through the five hole so 15.08 to go in the first John on here with you, Edmonton, Carolina. This is a big one here for Edmonton. As I said, they've been going against the best in the East. Carolina is going to end this four-game stretch of hell for them. It's a four-on-four four right now with 15.08 to go in the first, so we'll see if the more space on the ice is going to be more conducive to offense. Again, I'm on NHL Network side of things, no ESPN Plus because of the blackout restrictions. So if they get any freezes or anything else, I will relay that to you on a second feed. It might be a little bit delayed. Edmonton wins the defensive zone faceoff, but unfortunately for them, just like the NHL video games, it goes all the way down the ice, and they got to reset these things here. That always gets a little annoying. Now it almost gets flipped out of play toward the other side, trying to go to the defensive pairing. Now Edmonton, one-on-one -on -one the other way. Connor McDavid, toe drag, hold to the backhand. Could have had something out in front if someone was ready to shoot, but it really was a good pass, but it was hard to get. So now you have a two-on-one, a three-on-one developing. Carolina shot stopped by Mike Smith. No passes there. I'm surprised there is. Brady Shea could have had something really special there for Carolina, but they elected to shoot rather than take a pass on a three-on-one. That's probably good for Edmonton on that side of things. Edmonton maybe toward the middle. Dreisaitl now cross pass and stopped there by Anderson. And Connor McDavid is shaken up. 
He got hit in the face. I think he's bleeding. He might have taken a stick or something else during this 4-on-4. You got a minute left in the 4-on-4. Connor McDavid is hurt. He's holding his mouth. So, you would think if he doesn't get a penalty call drawn, then something's really wrong. I've seen a lot of those misses where it's just left unabated. Gotta have something. So, McDavid still holding the chiclets here. He's going down to the room. So, Svechnikov and a couple other things. This camera angle is bad. It looks like Svechnikov might have got a piece of that. And Darnell Nurse just hit the post again on the Edmonton side. So it's a four-on-three power play for Edmonton, but maybe a little subdued as Connor McDavid went into the room to get something addressed inside his mouth. He's bleeding for sure, so either got to get some bandages, or maybe Brady Shea got a stick up high, and it got lodged inside Connor McDavid's uh, mouth. So he's at the room right now. Derek Ryan is going to take the draw with Sebastian Ajo on the other side in Carolina's defensive zone. Ajo wins this one, rings it around the boards, goes all the way down. So it's a four-on-three power play for Edmonton for just 50 seconds with about 14.05 to go in the first period. John, I'm here with you from Raleigh, North Carolina, PNC Arena. Glad you can join me for this Sunday matinee game. And then after that, I'm going to take a break until March for a few days because I'm exhausted five to seven days. So break away here. Ajo. In on goal, stopped by Mike Smith and gloved, and then quickly played. So Mike Smith is one of those guys that wants to play this thing quickly. Now three on two the other way for Edmonton. Drop pass in the slot. Derek Ryan goes wide of there. Now Ajo's got another one-on-one -on -one coming. Now two-on-two. Slavin, wrist shot off the bar of Mike Smith. Now another way, Zach Hyman. Working his way in a 4-3 power play. Now down to 5 seconds. Hyman between the legs. Holding backhand. Extra pass. Freddie Anderson gets the 5-hole blocker down and saves it. Because that was some gorgeous puck movement. That looked like one of those 3-on-3 three -three overtime sets. Of, I know it's 4-on-3 and it's going to be ending here pretty soon. But good puck movement on both sides. The best of what you want to see in here in the NHL as far as good puck movement. Sebastian Ajo, some good moves. Teamed up with Brady Shayoff, some cross passes. Good action here on both sides. And Mike Smith, I love the confidence to be able to go out there, even though my save percentage is not that good as far as Mike Smith is concerned. I go out there, I play the puck quickly. Edmonton wins the faceoff. We're going to get things squared away. Darnell Nurse gets the shot blocked. And the power play is uh, flashing here. They got something wrong on the Edmonton side and the NHL Network side of the scoreboard. It could be a four-minute uh high-sticking double minor because of the blood for Connor McDavid. He's not on the ice right now. Bouchard gets it blocked. And then now Cody McClaw, now back, gets blocked again off the one-timer side of things by Carolina. Goes up and out of play. So we'll see if Connor McDavid comes back into this game. Hopefully for the sake of commentary and for sake of fans, anyone else watching this game on NHL Network, it's a shame that this isn't one of those primetime games here on Sunday. I know the NBA now, toward January, got to compete with all that stuff. The NHL, not everyone else watches the product, and it's a damn shame. But this is one of those best ones, just like yesterday with uh, Edmonton and Florida. You want to get these ones showcased when you have pretty much three Art Ross Memorial guys and, you know, Huberto. Barkov, you have Connor McDavid, you had Drysettle yesterday, now you have Sebastian Ajo, Tara Viney, and Connor McDavid, Drysettle. You got some really, really good 
top-heavy players on the Carolina side of things, you got some really balanced teams like that. So definitely can see why Carolina is first in the Metro. That Metro division has got to be one of the hardest in the NHL. But at the same time, Carolina, I think, has got a lot of staying power in this sense of things. So Zach Hyman is trying to work in there with Cody Ceci on the defensive side of things and Evander Kane. Timo Teravainen tries to get this out for Carolina as Freddie Anderson has to go all the way out and play it in the midst of some traffic, all being told. And now Dreisaitl down the ice to Mike Smith. Mike Smith all the way down toward the other side, and that's going to be an icing. So you want to talk about one hell of a passing ability for a goaltender. Mike Smith can definitely show you one of those. He bounces it all the way down, but just eludes the outstretched stick of the Edmonton offense. So again, they're showing it on the end of it. And Brady Shea got Connor McDavid right in the chicklets, and he's bleeding pretty hard. So I've yet to see him return yet, and when he does, I will make note of that. So when you're down Connor McDavid, who already scored but had a goal return called back, you know, Edmonton needs these points. The playing against a good team can't do without somebody of his caliber. So the Edmonton power play, as Mike Smith makes a big pad save toward the left crossbar, is down to a minute 30. The 4-on-3 is over. Now it's 5-on-4 action after the Trocheck altercation is all taken away. And now we have an offside call from Evander Kane in Edmonton. So no stoppages. That's just the way I love it. 11.45 to go in the first period. John out here with you from Raleigh, North Carolina, PNC Arena. Much, much better than FLA Live Arena as far as the name concerned for yesterday for Edmonton, Florida. Now it's Edmonton and Carolina. This hellish fourth game of the best in the East is going to end here for Edmonton. Hopefully they can get some easier games under their belt. They did make up two points over Nashville yesterday who lost at home in the stadium series against Tampa Bay. And now it's a race here as uh, Leitris goes all the way down for Carolina and Evander Kane is going to have to turn around in the defensive zone and try to get this set up here for Edmonton. Good outlet pass, though, finds Zach Hyman. Hyman hooked and held, and now down the ice for Carolina. So Carolina is doing their due diligence, and Mike Smith goes way out of the goal crease once again. So he's very confident playing this puck. Edmonton 27.2, which is second in the NHL on the power play, but no Connor McDavid right now. Dreisaitl. Give and take. Now Hyman, as Drysaddle moves up on that first line now that McDavid's out. So Drysaddle's going to be doing some double shifting here for a little while. Hopefully Connor McDavid returns. Mike Smith, now way behind the goal crease, leaves for Darnell Nurse. So Nurse is going to play on the left side mix with the D pairing, now giving him the left wing race down the ice. Carolina shuts that off with Trocheck. Trocheck now spin and release and fires it back down the ice once again. So Carolina... Is killing this thing all the way down. It was a double minor for the Brady Shea and the hitting Connor McDavid in the mouth. Now Edmonton's power play is down to 10 seconds, now down to 5. Stuck around the net now. It's in the offensive zone. McLeod's trying to hold this thing. He's got it on the left side of the wing. Holds off the backhand, trying to work behind the net with Fogel. And now they've killed it. Brady Shea is out of the box. Teravainen's in the middle of the slot with Aho toward the left. It eludes Aho. Aho gets this thing and wires it around to Teravainen. Back to Aho. He leaves it in the slot. Almost intercepted there, and now it finally is. As Edmonton has a two-on-two developing the other way, and Carolina defense will go all the way back to try to get this thing against Darnell Nurse. Darnell Nurse pinches in well for Edmonton, 
but Edmonton can't hold it at the blue line. And now it's toward the Carolina logo as Edmonton is trying to work their way once again into the offensive zone and now cut off. It gets sent back down to Mike Smith, who's been a very busy goaltending behind his own net right now. The defensive pairing having a little trouble there for Edmonton trying to get this out, and Brady Shea holds, tries to leave for Tara Vinen, goes down the ice once again, and Mike Smith again busy going out to play this one to Cody Cece this time toward the left side. Cece loses it. Carolina in on the forecheck there with Tara Vinen. Svechnikov spin, leaves for Tara Vinen out of front, and Mike Smith had to make a huge save off the pad. It is 9-11 to go in the first period, and that was the first highest quality chance that Carolina would have, and that was a big-time stop there for Mike Smith. So it's been some good action on both sides. This is the NHL Network Showcase. John Under with it from PNC Arena, Raleigh, North Carolina. It's Edmonton and Carolina. See if Edmonton can get some more points here, whether Carolina can get that one, because Mike Smith made a huge save. Be right back. Back into the action, nine minutes left to go here in the first. It's stuck toward the center of the ice in the Carolina logo as Niederreiter goes all the way down here for Carolina to try to forecheck this thing. Again, if the feed will cut out, I will go on the other side to get this streamed here from the NHL Network side. No ESPN Plus coverage today for Edmonton, Carolina. So, couple spin and dry settle is going to hold. Leave for McLeod and then wires it on. And Freddie Anderson had to make a big save as Broberg had a piece. And Kane was also in there in front of Vander Kane to try to screen this one against Freddie Anderson. So both goalies pretty good so far. Mike Smith again with a huge save on Andrei Svechnikov. That was the biggest moment of the game right now. That's why it's 0-0. But both teams look pretty good. If you're just joining me, no Connor McDavid right now as he had to go to the bench because took a high stick there from Brady Shea and uh, spitting blood and some chiclets. So he's out of the game right now. Carolina is able to win the defensive zone faceoff and get it out, and Edmonton is going to try to reset there with a the defensive pairing. Let me get another stoppage here. I'll give you some of the defensive pairings because I don't believe that I did. So nice outlet pass. They're out in front there. Stopped there by Freddie Anderson off of a Warren Fogel chance. And now four on two. And they need some help there, and almost got a shot on goal anyway was Carolina, with all the Edmonton defensemen back. Slavin, able to hold this one, now get it back, Svechnikov, extra pass, beautiful! That was a gorgeous puck movement there for Carolina, as Svechnikov, Ajo, everyone else teamed up on that one. Gorgeous give back and forth, and that is stunning as far as puck movement there. So Timo Teravainen is going to get the even strength goal. Bounce off the kick play there for Chatfield, and then Svechnikov went to work. Extra pass there with Ajo, give back, and extra pass there once again, and then boom, right in the net. So if you want to talk about a clinic and puck movement for Teravainen and Svechnikov and Ajo and Chatfield, everyone else using their moving parts as far as when to go on the forecheck, when to go back, when to get in the slot, what positions to be. That is a gorgeous goal there. So Teravainen gets the goal from Svechnikov and Chatfield, and Carolina strikes on the board. Man, that was a breathtaking goal as far as puck movement is concerned. 
If you're just joining me, Connor McDavid scored the first goal of the game and it was called back on two to an offsides and now McDavid is not on the ice because of the high stick from Brady Shea. Had to go in the locker room and get some stitches. Maybe he will return. So Carolina already has the advantage being the best team in the Metro and the best team in the East. They're 27-3-3 when scoring first. So if you want to talk about Carolina's defense, now you have the third line pairing with Cole out there. All the way across the board, they're very good. So you're talking about that, and then also their deep defensive side, and Freddie Anderson has been really good in the pipes, as Jarvis and Natris are also looking on. It's going to be tough there for Edmonton. Derek Ryan, now on the faceoff side for Edmonton on this. We're down to 7.45 to go on the first Carolina Strikes First Blood. It's down around the defensive zone. Jarvis is trying to get this out, and now Carolina does. See what they got is a Trocheck shot. Gets gloved by Mike Smith. A little flashy at that. So the Oilers, they've allowed 37 goals in the first period, which is the most in the NHL. And you can't stop that one. Gorgeous puck movement there as Svechnikov buries the biscuit. one nothing. Hurricanes. A defensive shot gets wired on, and it's stopped there by Mike Smith as we're back underneath the action. 7.20 to go in the first. Carolina's got this deep in the Edmonton defensive zone. Evander Kane trying to get a stick check out. Gets moved toward the blue line and stopped once again by Mike Smith and blockered away. But Carolina's still able to get on this thing as Niederreiter is going to leave this here with Natchez. Niederreiter still holding off the backhand. Natchez now getting there for Carolina on the other side, trying to get there to stall. And now... Edmonton is on struggle streak trying to get this one out right now. Niederreiter still working in there. Really deep in the forecheck is Carolina. They've been doing everything right here in this first period, and we finally get a stoppage. Stick is down on the ice. Talking with the referees is one of the Edmonton players. Looks like Tyson Berry. Tyson Berry is going to be going to the box, it looks like. So one nothing is your score from PNC Raleigh, North Carolina. Two minutes holding the stick. So Carolina is going to go to the power play as Tyson Berry is going to go to the box. And he got a piece of Nino Niederreiter, and he held the stick. There's no doubt about it on that side. That's a plain-as-day call. And whether you like the Zebras or not, and honestly, I'm not a fan of either one of these teams on either side trying to be fair and impartial, got to call that one. So Carolina, Jacob Slavin, now the first-line defense, is going to get in there and try to work this thing. Sveshnikov takes a big hit. And Edmonton is able to get this thing down the ice. So the Carolina power play is now down to a minute 45 with 6.35 left to go in the first stanza. Ajo gets it toward the left, and it was almost backhanded and played. And now Carolina has got their defensive back. It's a three-on-two. And Edmonton is going to elect to spin and hold this thing as McLeod was able to get this out in front for a one-timer that went wide. And Ajo is going to go all the way back in the defensive zone with Slavin and leave it there to try to go pick this thing up and get it reset. So Slavin now to Ajo. Ajo backhand toe drag tries to get this in and almost slid it in right into the slot. But now Edmonton was able to wire this thing down and get it out of the ice. They could have something developing here. Is it offsides? Freddie Anderson made a huge save off the shorthanded. It wasn't offsides, and if he wasn't there, that would have been a shorthanded big-time opportunity there for Edmonton, but Freddie Anderson was able to just stand up there and make a big save because that was kind of a great pass more than a blown coverage. Aho Svechnikov. Aho now behind the net. He falls down. It sticks her everywhere. Goes loose in front. Mike Smith had to be alert. 
Left is Slavin. Slavin now gives to the forwards, as Natris is going to try to spin this thing around toward the left now with Jarvis. So Teravainen now on the left side, back to Bean. Bean now throws it on the defensive side once again now to Teravainen. and leaves it out in front. It goes just to the left of Ajo. So Carolina's movement here on this power play has been excellent. They almost gave up a short end chance. Now Bear... Sorry, I said Jake Bean. That's Nathan Bear. So Nathan Bear now down the ice because there was a Jake Bean on Carolina. So Nathan Bear, the former Edmonton defender, he's on the third line now after being the top on ice getter for defense, especially in the playoffs. We're talking about Ethan Bear getting double shifted there on defense on the first line. Now he's in the third line defense. So Carolina has an embarrassment of riches as far as all the way down. Freddie Anderson goes out to play it, and the penalty is killed there for Edmonton's sake. I still haven't seen Connor McDavid back on the ice. Carolina is going to ice this thing with 439 left to go in the first. So, good game so far. It was a pass that got Derek Ryan. So, Derek Ryan is getting all kinds of chances within these last couple games. We talked about it going into yesterday's game, that he had three goals against Florida. He had the hat trick. He had just four going in. Now he's got seven, so he darn near doubled his goal total. And he's had a couple chances. That was a big-time save there, and he already hit the post once again. So big-time chances. Guys on their uh, wallet, they fall down. Niederreiter now gets this thing inside toward the left side boards, and Edmonton's trying to frantically get this thing out there with McClellan Broberg on the defensive side of things. Mike Smith has to block this one away. And now Edmonton is able to dump this thing up in the air, settled down with the glove by McLeod, and then all the way down to Freddie Anderson's side. couple of uh, cross-checks and hits all the way across, just spinning everybody like a top. And now we get a stoppage. Could be too many men on the ice. It looks to be too many men. I'm not a math major, more of a journalism guy, but you can't have six on the ice. So, 4 on 3 left to go in the first. We get our stoppage from the NHL Network Showcase of the Edmonton Oilers and the Carolina Hurricanes. Been good so far. Carolina has drawn first blood. Come right back. We're going to get close to ending this first period. It's a rainy, foggy day at PNC Arena in Raleigh, North Carolina. It's Edmonton and Carolina. Carolina drew first blood. Again, if you're just joining me, we're getting close to ending the first period Carolina is going to be on a power play. Edmonton had too many men on the ice, so that is a minor penalty. Connor McDavid left the game toward the middle of the first period as Brady Shea got the high stick up there, and Connor McDavid had to go get some stitches, and the chicklets maybe were a little bit loose. So Carolina, now with 3.50 left to go in the first, is going to matriculate this thing around the ice. Jacob Slavin. Now Sveshnikov, extra pass there, Ajo looking for a backhand in front, now falls back to Jacob Slavin, is going to settle this thing down. Sveshnikov, waiting on the right wing, back to Slavin. Sveshnikov, again, wrist shot, Teravainen almost got a piece of that rebound, Mike Smith down, but Edmonton is able to get on this, and Cody Ceci is able to get this down the ice. Freddie Anderson's going to go out to play this one as the Carolina power play now falls to a minute and 15 seconds remaining. Ajo racing in toward the left side of the ice. Teravainen tries to leave it there for Slavin. He does. Slavin now plays it to Teravainen. The defensive partners exchange. Ajo, Sveshnikov, Teravainen. Ajo, one timer ripped and it goes in the net. So Sebastian Ajo gets the second goal for Carolina as their power play has looked silky smooth, just like a Milky Way, all over there. 2 nothing. 
Raleigh, North Carolina fans at PNC are loving this one. That power play is looking delicious on the other side of things for Carolina. So Jacob Slavin, Sveshnikov, Aho, one-timer right in the slot, and no mistake about it, Mike Smith could add his head spinning like a bobblehead. It wouldn't really matter. He wasn't going to be able to stop that one. So Edmonton's paid for their mistakes. That was a too many men. That's just, you can't do that kind of stuff. Or just some of these minor cross-checkings. It's their second penalty. And they've paid for both. Carolina's struck both times. Freddie Anderson's going all the way out to play this one as we're back underneath the action. So Ajo's got his 23rd from Teravainen and Sveshnikov. Here comes Carolina again off the backhand side of the things, and it gets knocked away there by the Edmonton defense. But Carolina's still got this deep in Edmonton zone. 2.40 left to go in the first period. It's 2-0. Carolina got this alive on the backhand. It's stuck in between the skates so far. Carolina's still working on this thing here with Niederreiter. And now Connor McDavid, again, they're still waiting. The fourth line is out there for Lorenz. little mix of everything right now. Niemi is waiting on the left wing, and now Edmonton is desperately trying to get a foothold here. They're getting spanked right now. And a right circle shot there from Warren Fogle goes wide and out of play. So McLeod and Warren Fogle almost had something there. Off of a fourth line of Carolina that looked a little unsure of themselves. So most points by Finnish-born players this season. You got two of them right now in Sebastian Ajo and Tivo Teravainen, 55 for Ajo, 43 for Teravainen. So Carolina looking very, very strong. I always talked about the all-around team <clears throat> that Carolina does have. Whether it's offense, defense, goaltending, they're able to get this done. Now, for my liking... Freddie Anderson, he's a good goalie, the former Toronto Maple Leaf in there. He is a very good goalie, but I wonder, within the last couple of cents of things with Peter Mraz, again, he had a horrible night against uh, the Detroit Red Wings yesterday with that video game 10-7 score as that moved around. But with Alex Nedeljkovic, who they let go, maybe they're cheaping out on the goaltending side of things. But look, when you have all the other stuff like that that you do, your salary cap is going to be in a little bit of hell. So I understand it, but that might be one of the concerns. But Freddie Anderson... And the way that this defense is playing right now, no concerns to speak of right now. Carolina looks to be every bit as good as far as those deep teams that should make a run in the playoffs. And if they don't, I think a lot of fans would be disappointed, especially at this juncture, because this team looks like a well-oiled machine. You give them a power play, that's uh, Angela Lansbury. That's murder, she wrote. So now at the end of it, Carolina is able to get this all the way down the ice, and Mike Smith is going to have to play this one. I really don't blame Mike Smith for either one of those goals there for Edmonton's side of things. Because they're taking some bad penalties, and Carolina has punched them right in the mouth both times, and they're up 2 nothing. So now we're down to a minute 10 to go in the first. Edmonton trying to get this out. They finally do. It's a 4-on-3. Racing toward the left wing is Edmonton on that side of it, and Hyman trying to get in on there with Fogel. Connor McDavid still has not returned yet. We'll see if he does in the second. Cody Cece has this stuck in there with Philip Broberg. Now inside Cece, Rister on with Derek Shore, and it gets stopped there with a screen there from Colton Sevier and Devin Shore. So now down to 53 seconds left to go in the first period. Drawn out here with you from Raleigh, North Carolina. We mentioned here in the opening for the Edmonton Oilers how difficult this stretch was going to be. They already lost <clears throat> to the Minnesota Wild and Tampa Bay Lightning. They yesterday played Florida Panthers on the road. They got a big two points by Miko Koskin in superhuman effort and goal. So, Mike Smith got the start off the back-to-back. -back. Now they're going to play the 
NHL's best in the East Carolina Hurricanes. So if Edmonton could split and go 2-2, two and two, you think they would take it. But right now, they have a big hill to climb as Carolina is up 2 nothing on home ice right now in PNC. So we get an offsides with 36 seconds left to go in the first stanza. So Jay Woodcroft is showing his resume. So he relieved Dave Tippett of his duties as his first job as NHL head coach. 105-71-21 and 21 for the Bakersfield Condors in the AHL. Seven seasons as assistant coach with the Sharks and three with the Oilers. So you promote from within. I understand that one. And when you inherit Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, you still have to feel pretty good about yourself regardless of what's there. And holy goodness, uh, Darnell Nurse almost got the stick skate blade up in front of Svechnikov's face. That could have been absolutely bloody. That was just off the side of things. Edmonton does have a power play. Svechnikov, a little retaliation after the Darnell Nurse thing. He's going to the box for roughing, so I can't really say I blame Svechnikov, but nonetheless, Edmonton has got a power play to work with. It's a little bit abbreviated here in the first. It's down to 20 seconds. They have a minute 40 left to go, though, and they'll have a whole set of fresh ice in about a minute 20-something left. To start the second period if they don't score within this next 10 seconds. Evander Kane, throw this around to Zach Hyman. Try to get back into Kane, try to go around the ice. Carolina is able to get this one down. That's going to end the first period. So Carolina strikes twice on the power play. They're leading 2-0. Edmonton's power play is going to begin with a minute 24 to start the second period. And they're going to have some work to do because they're down 2. So after 1, Carolina up 2-0 on the Edmonton Oilers. They're on home ice. And Edmonton's hellish stretch of these four games is going to end. But they got a hill to climb right now. But they got a power play to work with to start the second stanza. Come right back. We're going to be starting second period. So we're back underway here to start the second period. Edmonton has got a minute and ten left on their power play. Connor McDavid has not returned as we're just underway here in the second. We'll see if he does and get a chance to in the end of it. I can relay that to you when I see it. So now on the other side of a dry sidle is on the power play side of a dry sidle is on the left side. He finds his way in there and Carolina is craftily getting the stick check in there to get this one down. And now McDavid, I do see him on the ice toward the backhand side of it. So he is back and he's all stitched away now as far as anything there with Brady Shea. And now McDavid on the left side, spin, hold. And now he's with Dreisaitl on this first power play line as he was on the left and Dreisaitl was on the right. So it's good for Edmonton as he returns, but the bad thing for McDavid, upon his return, they're down 2 nothing. So Mike Smith is going to play this one behind the net to Tyson Berry. And Tyson Berry is going to give it to his defensive partner. Go all the way down to Drysaddle now. Drysaddle spin. Holding on the right side. Give back to Barry. Barry's still stuck against the boards. And Carolina is able to get this one all the way down the ice. And Mike Smith will go all the way down once again and play it. So Edmonton's power play is going to end here. By the time they get up in Carolina's side of the ice. And Darnell Nurse is going to be there waiting for it. Darnell Nurse. Now McLeod loses his seat. Falls on his wallet. And Frederick Anderson doesn't know where it is. Carolina is now 4 for 4 on the penalty kill. So the Edmonton power play, which was second best in the NHL, has been shut down four times to the NHL's best penalty kill. And the Carolina Hurricanes now 4 for 4. Connor McDavid with a floater backhand on as he just came back in the second period. And now he's sitting back down. So Connor McDavid, 47 assists, which is second points, 75, which is tied for first power play points, with 29 tied for first. See if he can get his team on the board that are down 2 nothing. So Derek Ryan gets kicked out of the faceoff dot. So Nate McLeod's going to go in there and try to get this one against Teravainen. He wins it. Goes back to the defensive side and Freddie Anderson calmly gloves this one down. And 
We're going to set this again as Brichard's shot got stopped there by Anderson. So if you're just joining me or you missed the first period, there was a lot of time where Connor McDavid was out because of Brady Shea and the high stick. He has returned at the start of the second. Edmonton was in the middle of their hellish four-game road stand in the part of the sense of they lost to the Wild, they lost to the Lightning, they beat the Panthers, and now they're playing Carolina here today. I did the Panthers game here with the yesterday. They got two points yesterday. They'd like to at least split the pair and get four points. I think that'd be successful. They made up two points against Nashville. Edmonton's got a rush, gets held off there by McLeod, and Ryan's waiting in the slot. Give back there between Shore and McLeod there. They're losing it between the stick, and Carolina's able to get this one out and down the ice as they flip it. So Mike Smith will go out to play this one. So if Edmonton can get another two points here and go two and two on this time with the best in the East, the beasts in the East, if you want to say it that way, that would make a lot of sense. They'd be happy with it. Ethan Bear, now the third-line defensive partner, throws it around toward the left side as Ethan Bear goes in on the forecheck and one of the other guys goes back. So Carolina's good positioning there. And now Carolina trying to get this down there with uh, Hyman <clears throat> and Ryan. Sure. And now it goes all the way down as it's cleared from Edmonton. Now Freddie Anderson will go to play this one. And the defensive pairing with Ethan Bear is going to set this one back up. So now Mike Smith will go down and play this one once again. And now Shore stuck against the boards. Edmonton stuck in their own defensive zone. They're trying to get this one out. And now they do. So they got a three on two developing a little bit if they can get one. Hold. Could be a tripping call on the other side, but nothing. Carolina is able to skate away from that one as they only got a piece of the skate blade. Out in front there for Pesci, rips it, scores! So Pesci makes it 3 nothing, and Carolina is definitely giving everything that they can handle to Edmonton. Connor McDavid's not getting a minus. He's not getting a minus for any of that stuff because he wasn't on the ice when any of these goals were scored. But Brett Pesci makes it 3 nothing. so Zach Hyman... Got hooked by Ajo. Again, there was no call. That would have definitely stopped the play. And then toward the end of it, Teravainen, great pass, Brett Pesci, toward the forehand, wrist shot, roofs in the left side. So Carolina caught a break there. Edmonton definitely got screwed on the sense of it. Again, not a fan of either one of these teams here. But plain as day, Sebastian Ajo got away with a hook against Zach Hyman. That would not have been a goal. But now as it stands, Carolina is up 3 nothing. With 16.57 left to go in the second, and Jay Woodcroft is giving it to the referee, and honestly, don't blame him. So NHL Network replay sides are going to show this. Zach Hyman got hooked, and it stopped. It stopped the play. He couldn't get the shot on Anderson. So now it says that Edmonton's going to challenge as far as offside call, so I wonder... Not more of the offside sense that maybe that was the only thing that Jay Woodcroft was allowed to challenge. Maybe that the uh, the kill that should have been for Ajo, you can't challenge that. So the only thing he can challenge now is the offside sense of it. So right now, there is offsides. There is offsides. Still skating across. It looks to be off. That's going to come back. So, I think both coaches' challenges, the one that went against McDavid and now the one that's going against Carolina, I think both of these ones are good looks because I see offsides on both of these. So, it should be good challenges on both sides. It should be a quick review here for the referee, I would think. And this should be back to 2 nothing Carolina instead of 3. So, maybe the justice will be served as far as Edmonton is concerned, as far as a goal that shouldn't have stood. But let's get the official call here. 
plays off sides. So no goal. The Brett Pesci goal is taken off the board. Carolina, nonetheless, they still lead 2-0 against Edmonton. And Connor McDavid now, if you're just joining me here in the second period, is back on the ice. He's back from the chiclet stuff. He probably got all stitched up there from the Brady Shea high stick. So Connor McDavid did score the first goal of the game. It was called back. Brett Pesci did score the third goal of the game. It was called back. So now it's officially 2-0 Carolina. PNC Arena, drawn on here with you. Edmonton Oilers and Carolina Hurricanes. So Edmonton... They're finally going to get through this final stretch of rough games. I'm sure they're going to be happy to go back home when they get a chance to do so. And now the defensive pairing of Broussard and Larson are out there for Edmonton. Now they're getting stuff on the forecheck as Evander Kane is trying to get in there, but he's cut off by Pesci. Spin. Now goes toward the left side, and now Carolina is able to escape with this one with Slavin. Now I'm waiting for Anita Ryder. You know Anita Ryder racing around the boards. Picked up there by Edmonton, and now stuck against the left side boards, as it's in Edmonton's D zone. It's a two-on-two. These guys are jostling for position, and the puck is stuck somewhere in the midst of all the skate blades. It says the Carolina Hurricanes have 60 goals in the second period, which is tied six most in the NHL. Just some good old time-wasting there for Carolina, as Caulfield is able to go all the way back, and the second-line pairing is able to get this stuff set up on defense as they play catch. Goes off the skates. Pick back around, and Carolina is going to make their changes, as Edmonton also makes theirs, and Caulfield's going to throw this toward the left side. Natchez gets it stuck in there, but he's able to keep some space there as Ed Carolina looks dangerous. Spin, shut out in front, and now let's see if who's off to the races here. This is Derek Ryan holding off the back end. He scores! What a play there for Derek Ryan as he was able to get around the defense and score. So he's got four goals in the last two days. He's damn near doubled his goal total. Yes, he finally has within two days. He almost did it in one game yesterday. He came in with four goals on the season, and now he's got eight in the last two games. He's got his first, and he's got Edmonton on the board. And officially, folks, this one's going to count here for the Oilers. So Derek Ryan is hotter than a firecracker right now. As he got around, Ian Cole shot at five holes somehow through Frederick Anderson. You would think... Frederick Anderson probably got a little bit surprised that opportunity was even there, but the 35-year-old has uh, four goals within the last two days, an unassisted effort, a spectacular one there for Derek Ryan. And now it's a 2-1 game with 15-20 to go in the second period. So uh, former uh, Hurricanes and former Edmonton Oilers on both sides, and it's a 2-1 game. It's been a good one so far. Mike Smith goes all the way out the plate, has to try to save it, but it gets blocked off by one of the Carolina players inadvertently, and Connor McDavid off to the races. Toe drag, shot, quick shot, one of that, and Frederick Anderson had to be on his toes and stop that with the left blocker. Connor McDavid really has some jets. You can see that from the last couple games of doing this. It's a privilege to watch this guy play. So... Edmonton's got this around in the Carolina defensive zone. They're working on the forecheck, and Carolina's trying to get this one out. They're going to safely flip this one down the ice, and it gets picked up by McLeod. He goes all the way down. is going to go toward the left side boards. Carolina's still trying to get this one out, and now Edmonton is able to get this back in, and Frederick Anderson will go out of the goal cage to play this one for the defensive pairing. The stall is also out there. The third line's out there. It goes off of stall skate. Zach Hyman might have something here. Wrist shot gets blocked by the Carolina defense. The, Car the Edmonton Oilers are 4-16-2 when trailing after the first period, which is absolutely atrocious, but now they're within one. 
Again, Frederick Anderson goes out to play this one. Brady Shea has it stuck against the boards. couple of cross-checks there for Zach Hyman. I think he's trying to give back the revenge that he got off the hook from Ajo. And now Carolina and Edmonton, they got this toward the Carolina logo. Now it's toward the right side boards. Evander Kane's trying to get a piece of it. Drysaddle safely lofts this one down the ice. And now Brett Pesci is behind the net. He's waiting with Brady Shea. And Shea's going to let them get some wholesale line changes on both sides. As he's a very nice guy. So toward the end of it, now Carolina gets this down the ice. Mike Smith. Has to go out of his goal crease and play this one. And now Burchard is going to loft this one off the glass. Now it's toward the PNC Rex logo. Now Edmonton has to spin around and try to get this one back in. And Carolina is going to dump this around the blue line. So a lot of wholesale line changes going on right now as it's stuck toward the middle of the ice. Let's see if Edmonton can get things going. Beautiful outlet pass. A one-on-one -on -one hold there. Carolina had to do it. Otherwise Edmonton would have had a goal. So now here comes toward the left side, Tara Vinen lofts a backhand that almost surprises Smith. And now Edmonton is able to get away from this one. Hyman, trying to go through, does get through, backhand stop, stopped by Anderson. A plus 60 goal differential, which is second best in the NHL for the Carolina Hurricanes. That's outstanding. But it's a 2-1 score now, as Edmonton and Derek Ryan are able to get ever closer. Now down under 12.40 to go in the second stanza. John out here with you from... PNC, Raleigh, North Carolina, Connor McDavid racing into the slot, gets it in as he chips and chases it. Drysaddle trying to get a piece of that as well. They got both of these guys in the same line right now. And now the puck goes out of play. With 12.33 to go in the second stanza, Derek Ryan gets the Edmonton Oilers ever closer. It's now a 2-1 deficit for Edmonton against Carolina. Come right back. We got more second period action here in a minute. So after about a 15-minute delay with the pane of glass getting stuck against the kind of mesh where they're trying to repair everything, we're underway here, so it's officially 12.20 to go in the second period. These players had a chance to warm up and all that a little bit. Your shots are 18-13. couple of power play goals here for Carolina made it 2-0. Derek Ryan made it 2-1. He scored four goals within the last two days. He had four goals going into the season. Now he's got eight on the season. And now we get an offside call for Edmonton on the Connor McDavid entry. So if you're just joining me here, let's get you some of the goals. This was the first, in the first period there was two. Sebastian Ajo is 23rd on the power play from Tivo Teravainen and Andre Svechnikov, and then Teravainen from Svechnikov and Jalen Caulfield, Jalen Chatfield. And then in the second period, Derek Ryan got the team within one as he had an unassisted goal as he was able to get around past Mike Smith and backhanded five-hole for his fourth goal in two days. So Connor McDavid has eight points in eight career games against Carolina, goal and seven assists. Edmonton's able to set this down, and Brady Shea now plays it toward the left side boards. <clears throat> Shea is able to go all the way down, and now there's a hold there with Leon Dreisaitl. Dreisaitl gets dumped down. Nito Niederreiter comes through with it. It's in the Edmonton defensive zone. Sebastian Ajo. Hold. Now, slap shot there by Slavin gets blocked by the Edmonton defense there, and Dreisaitl out in front. Another slap shot. Wait, hold, and goes a little in the left, and now Carolina is able to pick this one back up. Edmonton holding off the backhand. Connor McDavid now trying to get down the center of the ice, holding up the backhand. Toe drag. Gets it out in front toward the slot, and Frederick Anderson kind of brushes that one aside as Ethan Bear looks on. Goes back to Cody Cece on the first side pairing. 
for Edmonton. Now it's stuck against the defensive zone boards as Ethan Bear has to go. The former Edmonton Oiler, top leader on Iceton for defense and on the third line for Carolina. That's how good their defense is. Carolina is able to chip and chase this one down the ice. Mike Smith, spin, and now it's in the defensive zone again. Derek Ryan trying to get a piece of that with Shore. And now Carolina is able to get on this thing toward the logo. As Tara Vinen gets knocked off the puck a little bit there by Bouchard. Third line defense. Tara Vinen, extra spin. Another pass there for Shea. Shea launches. He gets blocked. Now Brent Pesci picks it back up. Pesci's going to try to wire it again. He gets blocked again by the Edmonton defense. So Edmonton's been stout around Mike Smith right now within this delay stoppage. On her front, Pesci holds it off the backhand, tries to leave it for Svechnikov. Can't do it, and Tara Vinen gets a piece of that as Bouchard's going to go all the way down there to try to get this thing back out and look for an entry. He's going to look to take it in himself. And he gets dumped and knocked on his wall and the ref's got to jump out of the uh, guy that fell down in Burchard. And now Carolina trying to work their way down the defensive zone. Gets cut off there by Burchard. Now it went down pretty awkwardly on the other side of the things. He fell on his wall out there with Shore. But he's okay now. Frederick Anderson's going to roll that around the goal crease. And uh, Evander Kane's going to try to get on this thing as well. Ryan has the goal. Gets it toward the left. It gets put toward Anderson. And Carolina is able to safely get this out before any more danger hits. Seth Jarvis. Going to wait. Going to try to get that cross pass. Now Chatfield's going to launch it from the left from about 14. And it's going to get stopped there by Mike Smith. So... After this break, now we're finally getting a commercial break. Why do we need a commercial break after the long break? I don't know. 9.29 left to go in the second stanza. Be right back. Middle of the second period, we are back into the action. About 9.20 left to go. There was a lengthy delay for about 15 minutes with a pane of glass. Now we're back underneath the way here within the last commercial break. So hopefully we don't get too many more as we get into the second stanza. Carolina is up 2-1. A pair of power play goals there from Tara Vinen and Ajo. And then Derek Ryan, also your goal scorer for Edmonton, as he made it within 2-1. So, if you're just joining me, again, going into yesterday's contest before it started, Derek Ryan had four goals in the season. He's now got eight. He had three yesterday against Florida, had the hat trick, and then the first one here for Edmonton. Connor McDavid is back on the ice after the Brady Shea high stick. And now the puck is in the... Edmonton defensive zone, Edmonton's able to get this out, and Carolina's trying to chip and chase this one near the logo. It is a cloudy and rainy day here in Carolina, but thankfully the play inside, not the outdoor series. McDavid, extra spin, out in front of Anderson, and he had to go right off the glove hand. Randerson tried to make that save. Now we're down to 8.20 to go in the second period. Connor McDavid holding off the backhand strongly. Tries to chip and chase it, try to get to his D-man on the left side, can't do it, and... Cody Cece is going to have to turn back. Cece, now still holding, gets it down in the zone. So NHL Network Showcase, drawn out here with you, Carolina and Edmonton, Raleigh, North Carolina, PNC. Out in front, and Anderson's just going to hold this one as it kind of fell right to him in Jarvis and Slavin. Brandon Perlini also looks on. Didn't know he was even on the ice for Edmonton. So Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl right now. They have 28 goals and 36 goals respectively, 47 assists and 38 assists respectively. Pretty much about the same amount of points. Alex Ovechkin, 32 and 31. Austin Matthews, 37 and 31. Jonathan Huberdeau, only 18 goals but 57 assists. So those are the guys right now in the running of it. Goes all the way down the ice. And now Larson is able to settle this one down here for Edmonton. 
Carolina gets this one from behind their own net between Anderson and now Edmonton is able to get back in on this. And they slap shot it from the left side, goes wide of Anderson. Carolina's got to get out of the Edmonton pressure right now as Edmonton's doing a good job off the forecheck as Perlini tries to go in there. Now he's on the left side. Loses it to Carolina here, and Carolina can't get it out as it's dumped in between the skates. The ref has to jump out of the way once again. I've seen too many refs having to jump out of the way all the time now. So Edmonton settles this one back down with about 7.05 to go in the second period. Was able to escape through the pressure somehow and stay on side was one of the Edmonton players, but uh, Brady Shea had uh, nice to meet you there with a couple of hits there off the cross check. So now down to seven minutes is Jarvis. Now has to try to get it through. Clever backhand and put in the zone toward Mike Smith, and Mike Smith is going to casually take the goal stick and play this one. Lost it in between the skates was Edmonton, so Carolina is able to get in on the forecheck here. Would have been something a little bit easier there, but Drysaddle went back there to go clean this up here for Edmonton so they can kind of get things going. And now it is an icing call, so it's going to be Carolina offensive zone faceoff. They get a chance to get in the Edmonton defensive zone with not much going on here within the last few minutes after that stoppage that was lengthy with the pane of glass. You didn't want it to fall on anybody. They had to get that stuff replaced. And they had to get a big enough ladder to be able to get one of the uh, stanchion pieces to put inside that pane of glass. And that's what took the extra 15 minutes because they didn't have the necessary tools. And I can't imagine everyone else trying to run around and getting that. So Carolina wins the draw, gets it toward the left side, gets blocked off there by the defense. Now they got it behind the net with Teravainen and Shea, gives it back there to Pesci, and a blast goes wide, and now still stuck on the left side boards, as Carolina does an excellent job holding this thing, and Teravainen tries to leave that pass, and now it's intercepted there by Dreisaitl, so Dreisaitl is going to try to backhand forehand this thing, get it toward the center of the goal by Anderson, and now Edmonton is trying to get stuck here behind the net with Brady Shea behind Frederick Anderson, dump over on the right side, but no call, goes toward the left side boards, and gets wristed there, and somehow gets stopped, and we get an extra push here from Carolina, that they didn't like one of the things going on there with uh, Shore, and now Niederreiter and Shore are going to have some words here. But it doesn't look like there's going to be much of it. But there was a pretty good push there on the Carolina side that I believe that they got away from. There was a good battle in front of the net. Uh, one of them went up to Frederick Anderson. And the guy said, no, we're not We're not doing this. So I think he took out Broberg, need a writer. And they got away with that. Because you go, you're not going to go up to my goaltender and get the heck away from him. So that's all that was. We're going to square that one away. So Broberg has a good laugh about it as he got chefed pretty hard. He just wanted to exchange a few words there with Freddie Anderson. But the Carolina defense didn't want anything to do with that one. So it is an Edmonton offensive zone faceoff. Have a chance to try to tie this one. As Derek Ryan is in on the draw there for Edmonton. Derek Ryan loses it though. Carolina is able to get possession. Loft this one down the ice with Cody Cece who's on it toward the left side. Cece gets it stuck. Sveshnikov is there trying to work with it. And Connor McDavid is able to just slightly chip this one in there. McLeod knocks down the Carolina player pretty hard. The defenseman takes a good tumble, but no worse for wear as he gets back up. Connor McDavid still on the right side boards, holding backhand. Can't take him off the puck, and now he's going to like to take this thing all the way out, and Edmonton's going to have to skate back on side as Cody Cece plays with Zach Hyman in there to try to get that set away. A careless pass a little out in front, and Carolina is able to casually intercept this thing, get this toward the center ice, and now Tivo Teravainen and Svechnikov are going to do some work here. Out in front, it goes just wide of Mike Smith there for Svechnikov. 
So it was a shot attempt, but it got flubbed pretty hard. Sveshnikov now gets this out there, and Nurse is going to try to set this up here for Edmonton. So Darnell Nurse, now to the other defensive partner, now into the offensive zone, and now there's all kinds of contact there. Carolina is able to get this safely out. Edmonton's trying to get on the four check, holding in off the backhead, spinning off the right boards. Bodies fall on top of each other as Drysaddle takes a big hit. Now it takes a cross check. Him and uh, Ian Cole are doing some work. Ian Cole, another four or five cross checks. And now uh, Drysaddle still holding this against the boards, was able to somehow get out of all of that. Edmonton still holding this off the backhand with Shore. Shore now still working toward it, tries to float it towards the net, goes wide of Anderson. So that was one heck of an effort there from Leon Dreisaitl. And this is a delayed penalty called against Carolina. So Edmonton's got the extra skater. Brouchard's going to play catch with the defensive partner, McDavid. What a toe drag, backhand, forehand. Freddie Anderson down, makes the big save. Carolina still hasn't touched this one, so it's still live. Brouchard. They have the extra man still on the ice. An Edmonton power play upcoming. Bomb shot. Brouchard stopped there by the left pad of Anderson. Now Carolina finally touches. So with 3.59 left to go in the second period, it's going to be an Edmonton Oiler power play. It's going to be their second of the game, and they can look a chance to knot this at two when we come back. So when we come back, Edmonton will be on the power play. Stay tuned. The Edmonton Oilers are on the power play as we come back in. We're getting close to ending toward the second period. And Freddie Anderson has to make a big-time stop through a bunch of traffic there as McLeod and the rest of the defensive side of it go there. And now we could have a potential break here as Vincent Trocek on the right side. He was able to fight that one off, though, was the Edmonton defense. Trocek still working there, falls on his wallet. And now Edmonton is able to get this one back down. So Edmonton's going to try to set back up here. Connor McDavid, a couple of toe drags, gets all the way in through a three-on-one. So the effortlessness that Connor McDavid can put on trying to get into the zone creates some opportunities. You can see why those guys get so many points. And you're able to skate through all those guys like bowling pins, no problem. Turn on the Jets and stop and start. It really is something to behold. So Edmonton now getting a chance to reset in behind the cage. And they're trying to get up and down the ice here. Evander Kane going to launch toward the left side of the wing and it's going to get gloved there by Frederick Anderson. It was a low shot, and Evander Kane, now back in the league now from the Sharks and now the Edmonton Oilers, takes a shot right on, and it's stopped by Frederick Anderson. So with Evander Kane, and I talked about this here in the open, trying to bring in some extra forwards, anything else to help out Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Some of the other issues aside, I still think Ken Holland, former Detroit Red Wings general manager now with Edmonton, he inherits Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, but you also need to go into looking at how do I address this defensive core after losing Ethan Bear now in the third line for Carolina to make this better. And now we have a scruffle here toward the mid-ice, and I don't know what's going on. I think he might have to redrop this puck here for the draw as Trocek was looking to get down. I think he got unfairly drawn. But you have to look at it as Ken Holland is addressing his defensive core. Maybe some kind of goaltending stuff. Maybe that's not possible, but especially the defensive core to get things squared away because you need to see Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl win some playoff games, not just get a bunch of regular season awards. It's kind of like Mike Trout in baseball. You haven't even seen Mike Trout in the postseason. It's been about nine years. So Darnell Nurse... On the other side, working with the with the partners there now, McDavid stick handle all the way in, couple of saves, 
throws it out in front, and Freddie Anderson is on top of it. So now the Edmonton power play down to 35 seconds, down to 2.30 left to go in the second stanza. John on here with you from PNC Arena in Raleigh, North Carolina. It's a cloudy and rainy day, but it's been a good game so far inside. Carolina holding a 2-1 lead. Edmonton's power play now down to 20 seconds. Carolina's got it. Looking to get this one out, and Carolina has done a very, very, very good job on the penalty kill right now. I believe looking to go 5 for 5, if I recall this correctly. So now Edmonton in, drop pass for dry settle. Extra backhand, tried to leave for McDavid, and he couldn't get it there. And now the Edmonton power play is officially done, although they do have it in the zone with Darnell Nurse. So now still perfect on the penalty kill, and now a break. Caulfield then he launches and it's just short for Chatfield there as he just came out of the box. Sometimes that happens. It did, but Chatfield couldn't get all of it on it. And now here comes Edmonton on the other side as they're racing down. Zach Hyman holding up the backhand, gets knocked down, taken away and off by Brady Shea. Carolina trying to get in the offensive zone. That's a way off sides is Lorenz. And everybody else crossed too early on that Carolina fourth line. So 2-1 is your score. Carolina's been perfect on the penalty kill right now. Again, if you're just joining me, Connor McDavid left the game early in the first period with a Brady Shea high stick. Had to get some of the repairs with the blood and the chiclets. He was able to return in the second period. To the road fans' delight, I would imagine. I've seen quite a few Edmonton fans here in Carolina as they traveled pretty well. Connor McDavid has shown his blazing speed, but Derek Ryan has been the goal scorer. He's got four goals in the last two games. Edmonton's able to win that offensive zone faceoff and dump this into the zone even more. So McLeod's going to go all the way back there to try to get this one with Shore, and now he's still got it on the left side. Hyman's going to launch. It's going to go slightly toward the left. Carolina Hurricanes... Penalty kill is now up to 90%, which is the best in the NHL. A little over 9 out of 10 is kind of nasty there. CeCe launches, and Frederick Anderson swallows it up easily. So now down to 107 to go in the second period. John out here with you. Raleigh, North Carolina, PNC Arena. It's the Edmonton Oilers and the Carolina Hurricanes. Again, if you're just joining me, it's one of those things where Edmonton, within that four-game road stand, they had some tough games. They already lost to the Minnesota Wild and the Tampa Bay Lightning. They beat the Florida Panthers yesterday. I was on the call with you. And now, the next day, they're traveling to Raleigh, North Carolina, take on the Carolina Hurricanes. They're taking on the Beasts of the East right now. So that they can go 2-2 two and two during the stretch. That was a great screen there from Edmonton, but got stopped there by Frederick Anderson anyway, but if they can go 2-2 two and two on that stretch that had the Wild, the Lightning, and the Panthers, and the Carolina Hurricanes, you think that they would take it. Because yesterday, the team that was ahead of them in the wild card standings and the Nashville Predators lost the stadium series game at home against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So Edmonton was able to gain a couple extra points there, but they're down 2-1 against Carolina with the Bucks 7 left to go in the second stanza. <clears throat> So face-off getting set to go away, and Connor McDavid's going to take this one. He's going to throw it back to CeCe, and Frederick Anderson's going to take this one and save it, and it gets corralled aside. Carolina's trying to get this one out. We're down to a minute remaining in the second period. Shea floats it, goes toward Aho and Svechnikov, and they can't keep it in the zone, but now they do. Brady Shea was able to deflect that out of air, 
And now the referee is going to say, no, you didn't. That one was offsides. Some of these things these guys can do, they're able to flood the puck in the air and things like that. You take about the Michigan and Mike Legg and Sveshnikov did that a couple of times, attacks behind the net. You never know how skilled these guys can do. The game is played so fast. He tried to bat that out of the air just before it crossed the blue line. He was able to get it back in, but he couldn't get it across before it went the, to the blue line. So we're going to have a face-off just outside of the offensive zone. So right near the Carolina Hurricanes logo toward that right faceoff dot. The shots are 24-21, so Edmonton does have the shot advantage right now over Carolina. And they've had a pretty good effort here, all things considered. As does Mikko Koskinen, when he played yesterday, had a superhuman effort against the Panthers, and that's largely why Edmonton won, notwithstanding Derek Ryan's hat trick. But they've had the better shots right now, but they're down 2-1. But Carolina has a good defensive uh, box in front. As Frederick Anderson, someone blows a tire there on the Edmonton side, and Anderson's going to go out and play it, see if Carolina's going to have one last rush. They're able to get this across the blue line. Tara Vinan's going to watch. Mike Smith momentarily down, makes a couple of saves, and was able to get that on there as that wrist shot surprised him there a little bit, had a little gasoline on it, and Dreisaitl. And now Nurse. Nurse is going to go all the way down. Frederick Anderson will play this one slowly. Now we're down to two seconds, and that's how it's going to end. Carolina is able to get this out of the zone, so after two periods, Carolina holding a 2-1 advantage over Edmonton. Derek Ryan, your only goal scorer. He's got four goals in the last two days. Your only goal scorer in the second to get Edmonton within one. So when we come right back, we're going to finish this game off. John on here with you from PNC. Join me for the third. Third period action just underway. Face-off one in center ice, Edmonton gets it, and then Carolina gets it all the way down, or Frederick Anderson and Ajo is going to pinch all the way back to try to get in this one. Edmonton might have something here on the forecheck as it goes between Cody Cece. Now McDavid trying to get bust in loose, and now Carolina is able to get this out and down the ice, and Edmonton's going to have to reset with their defensive pairing line one. Zach Hyman trying to get around there toward the left side boards, gets knocked around by Ajo. Connor McDavid, a couple extra moves, and now Tara Vinen for Carolina is able to get this one out. So this has been a good game right now. Carolina is up 2-1, a couple of power play goals. First period for Carolina with Ajo and Svechnikov. On the other side of things, Derek Ryan is fourth goal in two days. Carolina waiting for some help. I'm a two-on-one, and Tara Vinen goes in there for reinforcements behind the net. Well, with Ajo on the other side and Svechnikov. Ryan's able to hold this one. Get this one down the ice, and Frederick Anderson will play this one to Brady Shea. Brady Shea is the one that uh, got the high stick on Connor McDavid that made him miss most of the first period, but he came back at the start of the second. He doesn't have any goals, and neither does Dreisaitl, but it's still a 2-1 game. 18.40 to go in the third period. John out here with you from PNC Raleigh, North Carolina. Edmonton's desperately trying to get this one out of the zone, and Tara Vinen's going to spin around and put this back in there. Svechnikov's going to wait toward the left side and try to chip this one back in again, and Tara Vinen's going to go on the right side now and try to move this around and get it to the left. Now Ajo will pinch him behind the net. 36 goals allowed in the third period was the fewest in the NHL, but if Edmonton has a couple of comebacks in, which they do with a couple of top-heavy players, we'll see what ends up happening in this last stanza. Still in the zone now, and now... Edmonton finally gets this out. Edmonton Oilers, 61 goals in the third period, 11 most in the NHL. So something's got to give and take. But right now the Carolina penalty kill, 5 for 5 in this one. It's been the best in the league. Now it's over 90%, which is the best mark in a long, long time. Pesci 
This is going to wait for some reinforcements here as everyone goes off the line. The wholesale line change for Carolina. And now Carolina gets this in off a chip and chase as Natchez almost got to it. But now McLeod's going to go all the way down there and Evander Kane's going to wait on the other side of the wing. He's on the off wing. McLeod's still on the left side now. Evander Kane's still waiting on the right. And Carolina can't get this one out. Goes out in front to Ryan as it gets bounced around and now Carolina finally does. So a couple of chances there for Edmonton with guys open in the slot, but Edmonton couldn't get it there as Burchard is going to send this one down the ice. And that one's going to be DeSlavin, and now those guys are going to play catch there with Natchez and now Ajo. Ajo is going to go toward the left. Mike Smith is out of the trapezoid. He's going to wrap this one around the left boards now to Zach Hyman. Zach Hyman looking for an outlet pass. Almost gets it there to Dreisaitl. McDavid is now waiting in the slot area. He gets a good cross check in there on uh, Brady Shea. No call. He wants to get a tap back there for his teeth. And Frederick Anderson has to uh, sit on this one here real quick because it was looking a little dangerous there with Dreisaitl. So I don't blame Connor McDavid with that. They're 4-17-1, though, after trailing after the second period. So not very good. Can't really play from behind. And I look at it, like I said, with Ken Holland, former GM of the Red Wings, he was very good when there wasn't a cap. He was very good when they were able to draft, you know, Nick, Nick Lidstrom and Zetterberg and Datsuk and things like that. Now you inherit Connor McDavid and Leon Dressel. Yes, you got two of the best, top heavy. But at the same time, you look at it, is the rest of this team going to be able to get it done? There's a couple of slashes are there toward the uh, face-off release, and McLeod's going to win this one. They are 25-1-1 as Carolina when leading after two periods. Sveshnikov going to try to leave this one here for Teravainen. Teravainen waiting behind the net. It's going to spin, hold, and shot, and it goes just wide somehow of Mike Smith. He looked like he was in for that short left corner, but he couldn't get it there. Edmonton now and Carolina going to go on this thing as Ian Cole was able to get this out toward the left side boards. And good help there from Nito Niederreiter as Nito Niederreiter gets this toward the left side. And they're able to get this down there with Natris and Mike Smith once again has to go out of the trapezoid. A little bit of traffic in front there with Sveshnikov. He had to be a little careful there. And Cody Cece now plays it to his defensive partner on the other side and Darnell Nurse and get this thing set up here. So goes back to Carolina. Now down to 16 minutes to go in the third period. John on here with you from PNC in Raleigh, North Carolina. It was the hellish stretch for Edmonton between the Minnesota Wild, Tampa Bay Lightning, Florida Panthers, and now Carolina. Turnover there by Mike Smith and had to get stopped there by the left pad. And now another shot there from Stahl. Jordan Stahl got there, went in there with Jesper Faust. And Mike Smith almost made a critical error trying to play that one behind the net. I wouldn't say he hot-dogged that one because he's usually pretty confident, but he pinballed it around one of his Edmonton players. It got lost in the skates and a couple of big-time shots there. I had to make a big-time save, a couple big-time saves at that. Otherwise, this could have been really brutal because you're giving Carolina an extra goal to work with already having one. You're in uh, dire straits if you're Edmonton. Like I said going into this, though, I think between Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Florida, and Carolina, yes, you're getting the beasts of the East. And if Edmonton can come out of this with a split, I think they'd have to be happy as Ajo wins the draw. But Edmonton was able to get this one down. And Brady Shea goes all the way down to try to get this one and loft it back down the ice where Mike Smith once again will play this one. And now Sveshnikov steals it. So a couple of times where Mike Smith has had to be a little dangerous there. Now on the other side of things, Edmonton's trying to race down, trying to center something out in front, centering it again, and Frederick Anderson's going to paddle that one aside with the stick, and Svechnikov races around as he dumps it to himself, gets toward the left side, trying to work on Darnell Nurse, a couple extra spins, now Ajo falls down, has to go 
through his own player, and Svechnikov had to jump out of the way to not hit Aho, his own guy in the face. So Aho now has to go around between Darnell Nurse. Darnell Nurse is going to play this one to Zach Hyman. Zach Hyman on the left side now is going to go all the way around Jacob Slavin, still looking for help. Now on the left side boards gets blocked there by Slavin as Carolina's doing an excellent job running around there, but Slavin's without a goal stick now. He's still shadowing Hyman. Hyman's still holding. Stick handle tries to release to run for a CC rebound, and it goes wide. Now Hyman probably could have made a better play again because he didn't have a stick there for the Carolina defense, so they're always at your mercy. You really don't want to force something, but Carolina instead now gets wholesale line changes, and they're going to try to get their offense started here with 14.20 to go in the third period, 14.20 remaining. Broberg, Philip Broberg, is going to play this one around there for Bouchard, and now Vander Kane loses it, and Carolina can't hold this at the blue line, so Edmonton is going to be able to get a long, drawn-out pass. Vander Kane might have something here on the slide. He tries to wait for it, and it goes just across to Dreisaitl. Otherwise, that would have been a tie game. He was waiting for him to get in the slot, and it just got broken up in between those skate blades. So 13.50 left to go in the third. Drawn out here with you from PNC. It's Carolina and Edmonton. Carolina is showing me right now why they're one of the better defensive teams in the league. Is that pinballs all the way around off the clear for Edmonton? And Frederick Anderson's going to get a nice outlet here. And Carolina is going to chip this into the Edmonton defensive zone. As Darnell Nurse takes this all the way around, and Carolina is going to get more changes. So now we have. Brady Shea on the left side as he's going to hold. He's going to try to get this backhand there with Jesper Foss who pinches in. So they're going to play catch there with uh, Catfield there. And Cole, and now they're going to play catch there as they go around the defensive side of the boards. Now it's behind the net going from the left side, trying to leave off a between-the-legs back pass, and they got picked off there by Dreisaitl, who's all the way back in his defensive end. So Edmonton this time is running away right now. Carolina is more than content to chip this last seven minutes. They've had this puck for the majority of the time. Edmonton's not been able to get in their zone. They're kind of in shutdown mode right now, and I think Rod Brendamore's got to like this right now. Nurse, I'm going to get this left to him. Going to get all the way down, and Aho's going to intercept this one. Aho's going to work with there with Tara Vinen. Gets it back up, tries to get deflected out of the air for Edmonton. And now they're finally out of the way of it. Is Warren Fogel is going to get this one left to him. McDavid out in front gets it knocked away there by Jacob Slavin and uh, uh, Nathan Bear. And Bear is going to get this one taken away. And now Edmonton is going to get this one back as Cody Ceci holds this at the line with his defensive partner toward the left. Connor McDavid waiting behind the net. Almost collides there with Dreisaitl, his own teammate. CC gets his bounced up in the air, and Edmonton might have something as it falls right toward the defensive side. And Frederick Anderson had to take a wrist shot toward the blue line and stop that one with the glove hand. And we finally get a stoppage here in the third period. Carolina Hurricanes have been locking it down, up big section with that last 30 seconds, where, where Edmonton looked dangerous. Come right back. It's 12-13 left to go in the third. So, in the middle of third period action here, Carolina is looking to lock this down right now. It's Sebastian Ajo and Connor McDavid and set for the draw. As McDavid loses this one to Ajo, and Carolina is able to get this out of their defensive zone and down the ice. A little bit gloomy right now in Raleigh, North Carolina with the rain and the clouds and all that, but this game inside is uh, heating up, especially on this uh, Defensive side of things for Carolina is they're able to really lock this down and show you why they're one of the better teams in the NHL, all things considered. 0 for 4 is Edmonton on the power play. Carolina 1 for 3. 
I think it's actually a couple that they've missed there. I think it's 0 for 5 for Edmonton and 2 for 4 for Carolina. I got that one wrong there as far as the power play goals of it. We'll double check that again toward the end of it. Be that as it may, Cody McClaw goes all the way down there with uh, Brady Shea. Can't get there. And now Carolina is able to get this all the way down the ice. I mean, get this toward the defensive partners. They're going to play catch and try to get this set up here. So Edmonton has not been able to do anything here in this third period. As Rod Brendamore's got his team on lockdown right now, as Ethan Baird looks on toward the forecheck side of things, and it goes all the way back. they got to get things going here. Vander Kane got it stuck in his own defensive zone. He needs some help. Carolina's in on the forecheck right now. They're doing a good job of things. As Larson's going to settle this one down. Carolina's got to get on their jets a little bit because... Edmonton got that hybrid icing call, so Ethan Bear gets there first, and Carolina is going to get an offensive zone faceoff with 10:58 to go in the third period. So John out here with you from Raleigh, North Carolina. Carolina Hurricanes in this third period will be going right to left in your radio dial. Edmonton will be going left to right. Edmonton is down one goal. Derek Ryan, who's been hotter than a firecracker, he's got. Four goals in the last two games. He had a hat trick yesterday against the Florida Panthers. He's the only goal scorer for Edmonton on the side of things in the second period. And for Carolina, it's Sebastian Ajo and Tivo Teravainen with a pair of power play goals in the first period and just some ex excellent puck movement. And that's been all so far right now. Third period, nothing to speak of. And Edmonton has been in dire straits because, again, Carolina has put them in full shutdown mode as far as everything is considered. So Mike Smith, the last couple times he had to play this one, was in a little bit of danger. And that took a crazy bounce, but it does go back within Edmonton here. So we're getting close to about half the third period being done. And I have yet to see Edmonton get any kind of sustained pressure here on Frederick Anderson with the exception of maybe one shot in this third it is not looking good for Edmonton here, but they're trying to get in right now with Zach Hyman. And uh, Caulfield's going all the way down there to try to get this one. Hyman, and now Benson. Caravinen, able to get this one down the ice. And now Nito Niederreiter is going to go all the way in to try to get this one here. Mike Smith will once again have to play this one again. A little dangerous as Nito Niederreiter was sitting right on the doorstep. Now he got a piece of it, got out in front. Mike Smith had to make a big save, so... A lot of those times, Mike Smith loves to go out and play this puck. And a couple of times, it almost snake bit him there as one of those shots just got sniped across the post. Come right back. It's still 2-1. We're about halfway done with the third. So face-off is won there by Edmonton. They're able to get this one down and out of the ice. We're down to 9.45 to go in the third period. It's been a brisk pace. Ryan's going to launch this one. It's going to go toward the left of Anderson. Finally get a shot on goal here for Edmonton here in the third. There's not been a lot to speak of here. It was Carolina's in full shutdown mode. And Ian Cole is going to go toward the left side and get this set up with the defensive partner and get this down the ice. So first 47 games, he had four goals. Last two games, got four goals. <laughs> so Derek Ryan, we profiled. He's been out in the firecracker. Brady Shea lets it go. Goes off the crossbar. And now Edmonton, two on three, should be enough back. And McClellan's going to try to pinch back in there and with Broussard. And it got knocked away there by Frederick Anderson. So Edmonton's finally getting on their jets a little bit to try to get a couple shots on goal. Hyman. Behind the net, still waiting, looking to get a backhand start, looking to probably do the uh, Michigan there, and Hyman knocks this one away, a former U of M player. So Zach Hyman, now we have an icing on the other side of it. So Zach Hyman made a couple nice plays there behind the net, and uh, Nima Linen almost was there with him too. So 
Couple chances there for Edmonton. Finally something in the third period to speak of, but a shot off the crossbar, bottom crossbar, Mike Smith and then Zach Hyman. Couple of backhands almost goes through uh, Mike Smith at the top of the left side of the net. Knocked it away though. So an Edmonton offensive zone faceoff that they can win this one. They do, but then Carolina falls on it as bodies are hitting every everything there on the floor. So Eight points in the last six games for Zach Kyman, five goals and three assists. Again, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisettle in this game, silence, no points. So that's how Carolina likes it, and that's just what they need to do because they're one of the best defensive teams in the league, and they're 24-1-1 when they have a lead after two periods. So Carolina's doing their job right now. It's out towards center ice, and now CeCe. Is going to try to play this one as there's all kinds of contact there with uh, Faust and Jordan Stahl. Third line's out there for Carolina. Shot gets deflected there off Nito Niederreiter and it goes back really safe to the uh, center ice zone. Connor McDavid turns this one over and Carolina is going to oblige just by taking a couple of line changes and Edmonton is going to get a chance to reset here with Tyson Berry and Darnell Nurse. So Nurse. A little bit of contact there with Tara Vinen, and now the ref goes down as he couldn't get out of the way, but he's no worse for wear. Daniel Nurse still down, holding it in between his skate, and yet the whistle has not blown. Svechnikov now, waiting for Tara Vinen out on the slot. Gives back to the D side. Stopped there by Slavin. Tara Vinen's got it. It's loose. Tries to throw it out in front, and Aho sells it just wide of a gaping goal cage. Hyman. Couple of moves. Now for Ryan, and he leaves it, and they miss. And now 7.15 to go in the third. Couple extra moves there, and now Carolina, they get it off of too much. It's Svechnikov racing down. Low wrist shot stopped there by Mike Smith. So now the fourth line's out there with Martinuk and Lorenz. They're going to take this rest of it here for the draw at 7.08 to go in the third. They've done a good job so far as Carolina of shutting Edmonton down. When you shut down... Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisettle are both right around the running for MVP and the most points in the league around there with uh, Alexander Barkov and Huberto. You're uh, doing pretty good. So, Carolina, I always talk about in the sense of what I like with all this team. It's not just Aho, Svechnikov, Teravainen. It's not just Jacob Slavin. It's not just Ethan Bear and some of these other deep D teams when Ethan Bear will be the first-line demon for Edmonton, but now he's a third-line demon on Carolina because they got so much depth. Look, you might have a little bit of talk about his going cheap on Frederick Anderson and things like that. Because you had Alex Nedeljkovic and Peter Mrazek who both got shelled in that video game style game between the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Detroit Red Wings of last night, a 10-7 game. Carolina, that might be your only issues, but when your defensive core is as good as it is, and Brady Shea and all those guys are really good too on that second line, you really don't have many weaknesses, so I would think the fans in Raleigh that have won the cup before, they're with Brendan Moore, with Cam Ward, I think they're probably sniffing one here this year because this team is really, really good. So now we're down to 6.55 left to go in the third period. Edmonton gets this around the ice, and it's corralled, and Brady Shea is going to go ahead and try to play this one with Jesper Faust. Stahl, as the third line's out there now for Carolina with uh, Nito Niederreiter. Nito Niederreiter has to hold them off there, and Cody Cece's got to wait around the net because there's too much Carolina guys in the way. 
And now Edmonton finally gets this, and there's Hyman leaves it off. Wrist shot there gets stopped. Hyman tries to pick this back up, throw it around the goal crease. Almost got past Frederick Anderson as he tried to dump it right in off the rear end off the red line. And here come the Hurricanes. Drop pass. Smash the call. Backhand score! Oh, big save by Smith. I thought he scored. Man, that was an in action there. So Zach Hyman tried to play that one off of... Frederick Anderson off his wallet, off his rear end, and then Benson with Sevier. So Sevier there tried to play that off Frederick Anderson off his rear end and almost went across that red line, went just to the left. And then the end-to-end -end action, you had Carolina go all the way in there. Excellent drop pass and just a great save there from Mike Smith because he went between his legs off that drop pass, tried to lay that in there from Aho and Svechnikov, and Mike Smith... Pretty much saved the goal there. I thought he scored, but Svechnikov, it's still a 2-1 level right now with 6.15 left to go in the third. Carolina's got 64 goals in the third period, tied six most in the NHL. Right now, Edmonton is not able to solve the Carolina defense. Rod Brendamore and the rest of his team, they are playing a good defensive style that they usually do. Like I said, 27-1-1 when having the lead after two periods. Looks like they're going to be adding to that if they can keep the score level with six minutes remaining left to go in the contest. John out here with you from Raleigh, North Carolina. It's PNC Arena, Edmonton Oilers, and Carolina Hurricanes. This hellish stretch for the Edmonton Oilers between the Minnesota Wild, Tampa Bay Lightning, Florida Panthers, and Carolina Hurricanes, the beasts of the East, so to speak. It's going to end after today. It's a back-to-back -back for Edmonton. There was times in the first couple periods where they looked okay, but Carolina's kind of shut them down right now. Anytime again, you can shut down Dreisaitl as Mike Smith gets hit by one of the Carolina players, but Edmonton hasn't able to get out. But anytime you can shut out uh, Dreisaitl and McDavid, you're doing something right. So now Zach Hyman with Fogel on that first line. Frederick Anderson's going to rattle it around the goal cage, and now... Edmonton's going to have to get on their horse here to try to get this one out. It was a good forecheck there for Carolina. And now Edmonton with Brouchard in the third defensive line is going to be able to escape this one. Frederick Anderson's going to safely play this one to Shea. And now all the way down there once again for Brouchard and Edmonton. Brouchard gets leveled there by Carolina. Now we're down to 4.55 left to go in the third. As Carolina is really putting the jaws of life right now on Edmonton. They're taking them out. We're going to have to save them from the burning car right now. They can't score within 4 minutes and 40 seconds left to go in the contest. So Edmonton now. It's a 3-on-3 three three the other way. Carolina shovels this one off. But Edmonton keeps this one in at the blue line. Dreisaitl waiting for a slap shot there. Frederick Anderson's just going to glove this one and hold it. With 4.31 left to go in the third period. So Frederick Anderson's been really good. Mike Smith is going to... Take a look on as we get a stoppage here. So we're late in the last stanza. Come join me. We're going to finish this one off. Carolina's up 2-1 on the Edmonton Oilers. So late in the third period here. It's Vincent Trocek and Devin Shore. And on the draw. And now they're going to have to do this one again. So if you're just joining me, it's been lockdown mode for Carolina right now in the third period. They're up 2-1. Nursing that lead. Not exactly nursing, I would say that, because... Carolina's done a, a damn good job in this game getting shot opportunities. But Rod Brendamore and the rest of the team, like we talked about, they have a really good defensive pairing. One through six, no problem. Any of these guys could start and play for any team in the league. Not a lot of these guys can say that on a lot of other teams. 
So Carolina right now, they're up 2-1, about 4.30 left to go in the contest. The Edmonton Oilers, they're off a of back-to-back. They already lost to the Minnesota Wild Tampa Bay Lightning. They beat the Florida Panthers yesterday at FLA Live Arena. I was on the call with you. And now they're playing the Carolina Hurricanes. And then after that, I'm going to be off for a few days here. But let's see how this game finishes up here with Sebastian Ajo and Svechnikov. So Tyson Berry is going to play this one. Goes off of Zach Hyman skates as he's able to play this one forward. And now Carolina is able to close that off there with Dreisaitl. So, man, that was a really nice play there for Zach Hyman. Just try to get in the zone, play that off of skates and get momentum. Now Nito Niederreiter is going to launch. And Mike Smith makes a big save. He casually didn't know where it was there for a second. If he lost it between his uh, jersey or anything like that. But there you go. So 3.50 left to go in the third period. Carolina still up 2-1. There hasn't been a goal in this period at all. First two goals, Sebastian Ajo and Tivo Tiravainen for Carolina. And the hotter-than-firecracker, Derek Ryan, he's got four goals in the last four games. They're having four goals in the season coming into the yesterday's game with the Florida Panthers. So he's been your only goal scorer. Connor McDavid, he left momentarily in the first period as uh, Carolina wins the draw from a high stick from Brady Shea, but he's come back from the start of the second. He was just having a camera shot and checking his teeth, checking the chiclets. So Trocheck able to keep this one in there for Carolina. Hurricanes buzzing behind the net. Now they got on the right D side. Gets lost in front of the slot. And now Edmonton is able to get on this. They're getting probably close to the time when they need to be pulling the goalie now. Down to 325 left to go in the contest. All the way down the ice. Frederick Anderson looks on. And now Zach Hyman is able to hold his backhand. And able to keep this in as he flutters it in. Edmonton's going to have to pinch in on this forecheck here with Derek Ryan. And now held off there is Warren Fogle, former Carolina Hurricane, as the Hurricanes now safely get this one down the ice. And the line change there for the D side was able to find Tyson Berry as he just came off the ice. And now they're going to get things set up here. So Bouchard and Berry are on the ice, so the first and third defensive pairing. Now down to 245, Frederick Anderson plays this one. Edmonton steals it. It goes out in front and now goes toward the left and right as Richard is going to throw this toward the right side and it goes casually around the boards. Carolina gets this one, flutters it out towards center ice. Jordan Stahl is going to get this even deeper now as it's time for the chip and chase, especially now at this point in the game as we're down to 220 left to go in the contest. So just a few more rushes here for Edmonton's side. And when is Mike Smith going to go ahead and uh, get out of the goal crease? Now we're down to 2.10 to go in the third period. Edmonton's trying to get something going off the breakout. They can't do it. Carolina shuts it down, and Mike Smith once again has to play this puck. Now it's on the right side as Evander Kane has to spin. Dreisaitl stuck against the right boards, tried to leave for Kane, can't do it. Now we're down to two minutes. Carolina loses it now. Stahl loses it. Dreisaitl waiting for help, looking for a cross pass. Nito Niederreiter off the back check goes all the way down there to help out Jacob Slavin. It gets stuck behind the net. Slavin now around the net. Holding for McDavid. Now down to a minute 40. McDavid with the hold. Gets it toward the right side. Mike Smith vacates the goal crease. It's a 6 on 5 for Edmonton. Out of the slot! And Dreisaitl almost had something good there and Derek Ryan almost combined with it. They still keep it in though. Now it bounces out. Edmonton's got to go back. It's a minute 20 left to go in the contest. It's 6 on 5. Empty net. Mike Smith is out. Edmonton needs a goal. It's 2-1 Carolina. Svechnikov. Aho. Aho lost it. 
And now Edmonton chips this in. They got to go in pinch with Frederick Anderson. And Carolina is able to loft this down the ice. It's at the Hurricane logo. Now Edmonton down to a minute. Has a couple chances for a couple more rushes as they get some line changes. And Jacob Slavin is going to wire this one down. It just goes across the goal crease. But Edmonton is able to get all the way down there. And Slavin is going to go back with his defensive partner to wire this one down. So it goes around the boards. Now we're down to 40 seconds. Again, Mike Smith is out of the goal crease. It's a 6-on-5 for Edmonton. They need a goal right now. They're down 2-1. Then Raleigh, North Carolina, the fans are on their feet. Kane's fans are getting loud. Zach Hyman spinning around the net. Leaves it there for the defensive side. Can't do it. Carolina once again gets this down the ice. No icing. This one finally this one finally is an icing now. So 23.5 left to go in the contest. The last few clears, Carolina was able to get this deep enough and off of an Edmonton player where there's been no icing. Dreisaitl got very close to leaving that, but again, Svechnikov went all the way back there to help out Jacob Slavin, and then Svechnikov able to get that around McDavid. So they're closing down Dreisaitl and McDavid. They have no points in this game after they did a lot of damage against Florida the other day in that matinee game. So back-to-back -back matinee games for Edmonton. Again, the Minnesota Wild-Tampa Bay Lightning loss. Edmonton takes a timeout. They get the win against the Florida Panthers. I did that game with them yesterday. And now they're playing Carolina. They're playing the Beasts of the East, the best that they got right now. And right now they're only going to have two points of a possible eight. They were able to gain some ground yesterday when Nashville lost that stadium series game on home ice against the Tampa Bay Lightning. But Edmonton's holding on to life support here in this second wildcard spot because between the Dallas Stars and some of the other teams like the LA Kings and Ducks that are all in that mix, it goes between every given day between the Ducks, the Kings, and the Sharks of who's going to be in the other spot in the Pacific lead. But that's where Edmonton is right now. They're fourth in the Pacific, and they need some help, and they're not doing themselves any favors. But again, this was a difficult road stand. Six on five, Edmonton. They need a goal. 20 seconds left. Slap shot there. Stopped by Anderson. Not in front. Gets squared away. Stuck behind the net. Now down to 10 seconds. Edmonton trying to get this one from behind the net. Is Everybody's clotting. Kane goes wide. Now down to five seconds. Still alive. Four Three, trying to get it in the slot. Cloud can't get it there, and it's over. Carolina holds on, 2-1 lead. They win this game. No goals in the third period, 2-1. They batten down the hatches in the third period, and they absolutely frustrate the Edmonton Oilers. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisettle didn't have a point in this game, and Carolina's having that celebration. The only long delay and the only pause they had to think about it was that 15 minutes for that glass panel that could have fell on everybody. They had to get that big ladder to fix that out, but that's it. Nothing in the third period for Edmonton. Absolutely nothing. As Carolina locks it down, Frederick Anderson gets the big win, and this Carolina team, they played a playoff-type game, and they dominated Edmonton as far as the third period and everything else is concerned. So... I'm signing out. The uh, game is going to be there at uh, hopelesssportsguy.wordpress.com to follow. Again, I'm from Detroit. This will be a Pistons game after. Then I'm going to take a couple days off and then probably get you some basketball and step toward midweek. As always, guys, have a good one. I appreciate you joining me here today. We'll get this story out and hopefully interact with you. Peace out, guys. Have a good one.